batten down the hatches because we have another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast coming at you live from the Frady Hole. We have Matt Seltzer and Ricky Del Myers, a little Frady Hole roundtable coming at you. We discuss the Swope Park and Tulsa Roughnecks friendly and also several other topics. And uh, we had some surprise guests on the uh, Las Vegas lights uh, we may have to discuss. So anyway, tune in, folks. You got to get inside. It's getting cold. The storms. It's it's getting crazy. Cause it's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. All right, folks. Thank you so, so very much for joining me on the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. Your host, Roger Graham, bringing you all the soccer action of the alley. Thank you. Thank you so much for all the folks out there that like the Facebook page and have shared uh, the episodes on Twitter or whatever social media you have out there, maybe on MySpace. I don't know if you've been out in MySpace, but if you've been out there sharing it, uh, great. Thank you so much. And just for the record, we don't have a MySpace account. It's a joke. It's a bad joke, but it's a joke. Anyway, so uh, thank you all so much for uh, for doing everything you do and helping me just facilitate this podcast and get more people listening and more people that are interested in soccer here in the center state and uh, especially here in Tulsa. I'll do my best on my end to bring you all the the details and, and all the news there. So we'll keep, uh, keep doing this. And uh, folks, of course, you can find us on bgn.fm. Beautiful Game Network. That's where you can find my podcast. Also, subscribe iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, you can you can do it that way as well. And also, this episode is sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. So, folks, uh, like I said earlier, we have uh, Ricky Del Myers, Matt Seltzer, two guys who've been on the podcast before. And and really, what happened was um, <laughs> they. Uh, came by and helped me move some furniture and do some different things. And, and I enticed them by coming on to the podcast. So, <laughs> but uh, no, they're great guys. And uh, I was glad to get them back on. And we discuss a multitude of topics also, even, you know, also including the uh, Tulsa and Swope Park friendly. So uh, I'll go ahead and cue that up and, uh, and let you guys listen to us chop it up. All right, folks, we have a great little roundtable here on the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. I do have a one quick note. Uh, I got kicked out of the Brady Hole because uh, Baby 2 will be arriving here in a couple of months. So if you hear some weird echoing, any like sounds, it's probably because we're recording in the Brady Hole or, well, I guess, the kitchen of the Brady Hole, the Brady Hole kitchen. I don't know what you would call this. But anyway, so it's a little bit different. If you hear anything echoing, I apologize in advance. But We'll do our best, and <clears throat> we've got Matt, I am the liquor seltzer, the microphone assassin. In the flesh. In the flesh. And then we've got Mr. Ricky Dale Myers over here. Hello, listeners. Hello. We've got two dudes with big beards, and they're ready to talk soccer. So <laughs> remember, if you guys were on the uh, chat the other day uh, on the video from the Facebook stream, <clears throat> Matt was asking about Ricky's uh, Ricky's. Uh, beard, so we may have an update there for you. So we'll keep you. We, we might we might jump in here in a little bit and get some updates on some beard action. But anyway, we'll <clears throat> excuse me. We'll we'll jump right into uh, the news on the Tulsa Roughneck side. Uh, the friendly today uh, ended with a two-two result uh, draw there on the road in Swope Park. Uh, we had goals early on in that match, and and 
uh, it looked like uh, I think the goal was first in in the um, I guess in the thirty first minute, something around that. It was hard to tell because we're watching because it wasn't on the stream, so we're just like guessing and trying to figure it out. And it was you a free know. kick, right? It was a free kick. Yeah, 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 exactly. So thirty yards out. Thirty yards out. Yeah, so it says Matthias Silva. Uh, a little curling free kick from I think twenty five yards out. What the little ride up here says. So uh, they get the the lead one nil. I think they had like three shots on goal. I don't think Roughnecks had much really going on in the first half. And then halftime comes and goes, and then the next two goals were off penalty kicks. Uh, one first one going to Swope Park as uh, Chase Berry uh, knocks it in from PK. Looks like it was just from the right up here because we didn't, like I said, didn't have a stream, so we're just guessing here. You know, we don't know. You can't, yeah, I mean, we're just going off what Twitter says, and, you know, we, we would love to see it, you know, live. But, you know, we all had, you know, stuff to do this weekend and we couldn't make it up to the trip. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just getting all, all of our intel through Twitter. So, yeah. lovely yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Hopefully it's in fake news or anything yeah. <laughs> like that. But everybody's collaborating, so I think we're pretty good. Get a stream. Uh, yeah, Haji Berry uh, uh, takes, I guess, um, he got uh, he got fouled inside the box. And then... Um, yeah, it's a Chase Berry. So I guess we got two guys named Barry there. Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, B-E-R-R-Y. That's Man, confusing. Barry boys. Do you know anything about those guys, Matt? Not a clue. Okay. And Matt's kind of the resident uh, sporting Kansas City fan and, and expert here, so he doesn't know those guys. Must be new so guys. Where are you from, Matt? Carthage, Missouri. Okay. There you go. Kansas City native. Well, <laughs> Not even close. It's in Missouri. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> two hours away. Two hours away. Closer than us. Closer than us. All right, little 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 uh, jabs there. All right, so next, uh, Joaquin Rivas takes a, I guess, it was a handball inside the box. Joaquin Rivas steps up, buries it, two one. Roughnecks down, I guess. Roughnecks down two one at this point, and then in the eighty eighth minute, everyone's favorite player on planet Earth, Trialist, with a goal. Uh, Shout out to Trialist. So shout out to Trialist there, uh, helping helping out the home team there. Try a list. Hey, what I'm impressed though is is Joaquin Rivas going to be our uh, penalty kicker. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, usually he's a midfielder. Uh, obviously, we lost Kafa last year, so Kaffa, yeah. yeah, it's the next man up in this case. And uh, if Joaquin does that every time, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, Mine too. yeah, he's more than capable of doing it. I mean, he's very experienced in the USL. Played for uh, Sacramento for a couple years, and now he's here uh, on second tender here. Tulsa Roughnecks, and uh, uh, we have experienced players. and um, Yeah, he's more than capable of shooting those shots. So, And David Vodrell, he trusts him, so more power to him. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, and then uh, Joaquin, and then we have Trialist just killing it out there, mm-hmm. making a goal 2-2 would be the final. Uh, it's hard to say. It looks like uh, Vod, you know, his his quote after the match. I think uh, Rick got a hold of um, uh, Lloyd and, and Coach Lloyd Kinnear, and and I think everyone was fine with the performance. Nothing really said. Nothing really sticking out. I think it's pretty exciting to come back from two nil down in, in a friendly on the road. Uh, they, they said it was a little bit windy, so you're dealing with a little bit of conditions there, and for them to go pull out a win on the road. Getting a big victory, not a victory, but just a team that we've struggled against, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, what you got to look at is, you know, 
a new team being put together. We have, uh, I think, four to five returnees from last year. The team's still trying to gel together. And uh, uh, your team's down 2-0. And then you're like, oh, this is just a preseason game. You know, we can just fold. You know, just kind of just not do much. But But not this team. Not this team. (laughs) They fought back, which was really impressive. And uh, something we haven't seen, like, uh, I mean, yeah, we've seen it before, but it's just, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm very happy with the result being 2-2. Yeah. So, very happy. So, uh, very happy that they came back from a deficit, 2-0 deficit away. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Matt, anything to add? Uh, it's second preseason game. Can't yeah. put much stock in it, I don't think. Still, uh, it's good to see Serta start. That's mm-hmm. good. Yep. yep. See yep. how he's going to look this year. Uh, look, probably looked great. I mean, I'm lucky to go down two nil. Um, again, trialist, trialist, very good it. trialist. Um, <laughs> hopefully, turns into a signee. Um, what else? What else can I say? Um, you know, this way to not lose. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I mean, it's it's hard to say. It's hard Especially to say here. So, we've never won. I don't think we've ever drawn Swoop Park. I mean, I, yes, it's a friendly. And, hey, this is our first draw, you know, against the Swoop Park Rangers. So, hey, I'll take it. Even though it's an exhibition game, I will take it. Oklahoma Westland, you're on notice. So, uh, <laughs> Oklahoma, Westland. Oklahoma Westland's up next. Hey, anyone listening, come out to Barsville. Five o'clock kickoff at Oklahoma Westland University. The Roughnecks play Oklahoma Westland at five o'clock. Yeah. Weekend. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, yeah, and Rick just <laughs> – you got my next point there. So the next match. No, no, you're you're. Oh, you're go go ahead, Raj. No, you're fine. No worries, man. Sorry, we only have two microphones and three people. So if you hear like somebody talking in the background, just yeah, it's. Hey, we're just we're just working we're just working in deals right now. So you know we're we're making it happen. But anyway, Oklahoma Wesleyan team that uh, I think it's a bit of. Fourth fourth year in a row we've played these. I think I don't think we played them last year. We've we only been, been around three years. So. Well. Um. Last year. We played them last year. Played no, last year. That was an interesting experience, from what I heard. No, that was two years ago. Two was years that two ago. years ago when that was? That was the big brawl. Chippy. Okay. Yeah, or the big like the security guard had to come out and right. escort players off the field. And Kaleem hit that goal. That yeah, shot. Yeah, the goal loss. The best goal of his career, my dad. Well, also last year we there was a close scrimmage, and um, it was before the meet and greet. Um, uh, last year, yeah, we played Oklahoma Wesleyan. And, uh, yeah, we had, I think, 1-2-0 or 2-1. I can't remember, but it was a win for the Roughnecks. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, it's, a, it's a, a familiar opponent that we're playing, Oklahoma Wesleyan. So, and this and it's just talk to you guys and get your opinion on this. So, we've been – and the reason why uh, – one of the reasons uh, we're, we're, we're recording tonight, it's a Saturday night – but I had uh, both Matt and uh, Rick come over and uh, help me move stuff around, or actually help my wife. She's, you know, like I said earlier, we're moving stuff around, and the Freddy Hole is no more, unfortunately. So rest in peace. R.I.P. For now, I'm going to resurrect. We're going to get it going again. I don't care if we move a different house. We're going to get the Freddy Hole going. Your whole house, the Freddy Hole. I mean, can we just do that? I mean, what do y'all think? What do you think, Twitter? What do you think, friends? What do you think, guys? If, is it the whole house, the Freddy Hole? Because in my opinion, it kind of is. Because it's it's the Freddy Hole is a place that exists in your mind. It's a state of mind. Exactly. 
There's no any. There's nothing soccer in it's, here yet. It's within. All, it's <laughs> within kitchen. all of us. You know. Yes. We have like some china and stuff, right? Uh, <laughs> some, some high chairs and. Th- this is how like every like famous podcast starts out. It, although this will probably just be where it stays. Oh man, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, okay, so. Um, yeah, so would you rather? We've been watching a few soccer matches. We've watched uh, Tampa Bay. We've watched the Phoenix Rising plays, uh, Sporting Kansas City. So, what do you guys think about if the Roughnecks? And we'll start with you, Matt. And okay. just would you rather be able to watch it? And we'll get to you, Rick. Uh, would rather watch your team like on YouTube play against a Montreal, a Toronto, one of these MLS teams? in a series of, of matches where you can just stream it? Or would you rather watch your the Roughnecks play here in Tulsa against college teams? What do you think, Matt? Honestly, I think I'd rather see them go up against MLS talent, and I think they would too on a more personal level probably. it's You always see the more accomplished teams playing against MLS teams, like oh, bigger hype teams. I won't say more accomplished because Phoenix, but uh, Phoenix played sporting and Tampa Bay playing Montreal today. New England playing San Antonio, 3-3 draw. Good game, I guess. Um, I think it, good for the exposure, I think. It's easier to watch on Facebook Live. And you wouldn't – would. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going out to One Oak and having a good day of making a game. It's game day. But I honestly think I'd rather play a higher caliber opponent. I mean, it's better to test yourself against a better team anyways than a, nothing against college teams, but you're not in MLS. But um, – Oh, no, I just think it's a uh, a better deal to play a game in a preseason tournament and a live stream instead of a uh, a local school, I guess. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, of course you want that MLS talent, but also it's good for, I mean, I see it both ends. Uh, I see, uh, you know, it's good for uh, the, the college kids as well, getting that, uh, getting to play against professionals and um, also uh, they look forward to it. You know, the college kids look forward to it. They um, they want to beat, you know, the professionals team, no matter, you know, who it is. But, uh, yeah, I would like to see, you know, of course, MLS talent, you know, in the offseason. I know we're playing uh, Chicago Fire, you know, up in Chicago, and that's a game we can go to. Last year it was closed. Um, this year I think it's $10. All proceeds go to a charity. But um, as you said in your last podcast, uh, Roger, it's uh, going to take us. Oh, man, what is it? Five hundred dollar round trip, yeah. uh, off a flight, even off you know Southwest. I think I even looked at Southwest Airlines. It was pretty pricey, and uh, yeah, it's a eleven hour drive. Yeah, up there, but it's uh, you know you got to pick and choose your road trips. You know here we're in the Western Conference, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we have to uh, yeah pick and choose, and you know have a budget. And I know a lot of us want to go to the. Uh, Las Vegas trip. So I would like, you know, I guess I kind of answer my own question here. Um, yeah, I would like to, uh, you know, have, you know, a local, I mean, not local, but I'd like to have an, at least one MLS team to come up preseason yeah. and to play against. So at least, you know, and also see them on live stream as well. I mean, if we can go and, you know, play, I don't know, Chicago Fire, we can get them on live stream. That'll be awesome. Yeah. So, um they answer your question yeah, yeah all right awesome good yeah, yeah 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 very much thanks guys uh good insight and i think uh yeah we were just i was just thumbing through here and, and something caught our eye i guess uh um 
Yeah, it was uh, Las Vegas was putting out their lineup, and they had only three in the back, which I thought was kind of odd. <laughs> we both like three, 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 three. No, 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 that's one. not that's not what I saw right here. It was Let's the uh, the name of the forward here. Oh, uh, who's this? The right forward there. Oh, that okay. So <laughs> could not help but notice, uh, Sammy. Breaking news. This just in. Breaking news. Look at this. Sammy Ochoa playing on the wing for lost good eye. I did I was just like, man, I got three in the back. I was more worried about the kidding me. Yeah, there you go. So that's where he Oh, here's hey, Julian Portugal. Oh my gosh. Throwback. Hey, I'm just shocked that Sammy Ochoa is in Las Vegas. Can we confirm or or deny that it is the real Sammy Ochoa? There's only one, brother. Well, the real Sammy Ochoa, please stand up. 37. Yeah, Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. That's it's it. Yeah. All right. Julian Portugal. He played for for the Roughnecks in 2015 and left about halfway through the season. Yeah. He was a decent player too. Yeah. Well. Well, the, um, well, dog my cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fitting that a player like Sammy Ochoa is forced to wear that Las Vegas jersey. Oh, so. Lord have mercy. Anyway, big fans. He's a big fan of the prop podcast, I think, too. Yeah. If you're listening, you know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that was the intro. I was just sitting here just throwing, uh, thumbing through here, and Matt was kind of looking over looking over at the Twitter feed. Because I was like, oh, hey, we can, we can watch him play, by the way, here in a couple minutes. Yeah, it's live stream. Yeah. Again, they're pl- they're playing an MLS team in Vancouver Whitecaps. Again, yeah, yeah, must they're, be nice. But they're yeah. probably getting hyped at their pre games. Yeah, there's. Prob- I'm not gonna lie. Probably the thirty thousand people there right now. Probably. Yeah. You know what I got? I think we will see something next year. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't have any inside intel. I think we might see an MLS team at One Oak. I think we do. I think it's because. Not only with the renovation of One Oak right now, we do it, it is regulation size now, and um, uh, it will be a comp- or it'll be already installed. Um, as of right now, we can't host because they're c- currently constructing um, the new pitch. So, um, yeah, I think I see next year an MLS team coming down and playing us. So that's just my uh, bold guess, my educated guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uneducated so guess. uneducated. Yeah. yeah. Very uneducated. Guess. I think you're, I think you're reaching. Yeah. I'm reaching. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what <laughs> that right, turns right. into there guys. Okay. Well, Hey, you want to, you want to go, you want to go nationwide now? You want to go segway? Yes. Segway. You want to do a little something different here. Let's talk CONCACAF champions league. You ready for this, Rick? You oh, ready for this? Oh, what? The CONCACAF champ. So, okay. So if you, well, I didn't know this today until we were just, you know, talking about it, and and I was like, hey, well, let's let's see who's in it, and so they've changed format, so there's no longer group play, which I think's good, I and mean, we'll we'll get you guys' opinion on that if group play was a good idea or not, but so there's four Mexico teams, four United States teams, uh, Toronto FC, and then there's like two Costa Rican, two Guatemalan, a Panamanian, and I believe that's El Salvador, yeah, Salvador. So anyway, we have. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have sixteen teams, and it's a knockout round. So the higher seeded teams got to be in a different pot, and then you had to go against the other teams in the other pot. And what it all boiled down to was this: these matches got Saprisa Club America, which Saprisa is a Costa Rican that'll be, powerhouse. That'll be a good one. Yep, oh, that's and be Club a real good one. 
I'm interested in that one. Two yeah. uh, two clubs with good atmosphere. Yeah, and you have Toro, which is out of uh, Panama, playing FC Dallas. So all these matches you're going to have a home and away fixture. So just you know, so FC Dallas will have to go all the way to Panama, and this Panamanian team will have to fly up to Dallas. And uh, and these matches start next week, by the way. So this or this week as the podcast drops, Rapids and Toronto FC, and then you have Heradio Heradiano. And the UANL, and the interesting uh, little tidbit here is the first away or the first fixture will be played at Heb Park in Edinburgh, Texas, because I guess they're having some issues with uh, that. No, I'm sorry, that's Tijuana Montaga. It's, I'm sorry, I, I said that incorrectly. That match will be played in Costa Rica and also in Mexico. It's the Montagua and Tijuana match because right now Guatemala has been suspended from the CONCACAF as a league, but these these teams are already qualified, so they're allowing them to play, but they can't play in their home country. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. So Heb Park will host the first match of Tijuana and Montaga. I guarantee they'll have that place packed because Tijuana fans will travel to that match right. in Heb Park. And then the other match, will, the second match will be in Tijuana. Olympia and Red Bull New York. Olympia is a, another Guatemalan team. I believe they're playing their first fixture in uh, Costa Rica, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, Santa Tecla, Santa Tecla, is that right? I don't, it's the uh, Salvadorian team playing uh, Seattle Sounders. And then you got Cibao or whatever playing Club uh, Guadalajara, Chivas Guadalajara, and that's their only Caribbean team, and they're out of uh, Dominican Republic. So, uh, any any names out there, Matt, that kind of jump out at you as favorites? Um, Club America, of course, good team. Um, can't I mean Club America Saprisa? That's going to be an awesome matchup. Uh, I guess, man, it's tough to. Uh, Chivas, I guess, has a old well, Tigres has a pretty smooth ride, I guess. Going through uh, the Costa Rican team there and the uh, MLS team all the way to the semifinal where they'll probably meet Club America on that part of the bracket. Um, Tijuana, uh, probably a favorite that side of the bracket, I'm being real. Cholos. Uh, I, can only, I can probably really see Tigres and Club America winning it. Yeah. Rick? That's, yeah. Uh, the only thing I can comment on this is uh, uh, which MLS team will go the furthest. Uh, I'm just going to comment on that because I have no clue who's going to win this. But I would say my uneducated guess would be, let's see, I want to go with, uh, I can't go on FC Dallas because they're on the wrong side of the bracket, I think. Uh, maybe, I want to say New York Red Bulls. They're... They're going to go to, oof. Yeah. Yeah, New York Red Bulls are going to make it further than any other MLS team. So I'll go to that route. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's our bold prediction. <laughs> Matt, do you have a bold prediction? I will say Seattle will go the furthest okay. of MLS teams. And uh, I will give well, you Seattle a. I will give you a. Okay, I already picked New York. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Rick. You're, we're, we're, we're hand, you're, you're kept uh, I will give you a bold prediction of 
Red Bulls will beat Tijuana. Dang. Okay. So you guys are both bullish on the Bulls. All right. All right. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm Rapids. Uh, depends on what Rapids. Te- it's so hard because these teams were all seeded from 2016, and these teams don't exactly represent the teams that they are now in the MLS. So it's like there's this delayed reaction now, whereas America, Guadalajara, and Tijuana are still, and UANL are still good teams. They're in mid-season form. Yeah, mid-season form because they're still playing ball in the, in the winter. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We'll see if an MLS team breaks through and actually wins it. I doubt it. I, don't, I think we're a little bearish on that whole prospect. But, hey, matches start this week. We'll be watching. I think they'll be all on a Facebook live stream. So that'll be that exciting. That is awesome. Facebook live. That is – you don't have to – pay some MLS fee to watch all the games. You can just go on Facebook Live and watch it. So, awesome. What how can how do we look that up? How can we find out? Oh, there's there's a I think it's under CONCACAF. I think CONCACAF's Facebook page yeah. usually broadcasts all of them. Yep. Yeah, or you can just sit there and watch me. It'll be like Roger Graham is now watching <laughs> CONCACAF Champions League. Okay, I appreciate it. Well, thank you. For yeah. some of the people who don't know how to look that up. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's weird. It's like it's something will like remind me. Oh, there's people watching this. Matt Selzer is watching yeah. Cap Champion. I'll be oh okay, and I'll just jump on. One time, like I was watching some rando Mex League of Mex match, and then like my aunt jumped on the stream. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's Roger watching over here? Yeah, my, <laughs> All right, my aunt Michelle is a huge T Grace fan. So I mean, uh, huge <laughs> shout out to Aunt Michelle. There, big T Grace fan. Well, okay, well let's uh. Let's move on. I know something I was giving the guys on the USL show a hard time about, and and I know you guys have talked to me about it and, and kind of want to get your take on this, but the consensus shows that Tulsa will finish in 13th in the West, so outside the playoffs. Uh, most of the staff on the USL show had us between like 10th and 14th or 11th and 14th. Oh, God. Uh, Rick's already having heartburn over here. Matt, do you think that's a kind of a fair area, or do you expect us to be a little bit higher than that? Rick, I'll let you go second. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to say we finish ninth. Um, I think you can uh, you can definitely see why because of the turnover and uh, some of the uh, the highlight videos I've seen of our uh, signings are not the best highlight videos I've ever seen. Um, we do have some good returning players. Joaquin Rivas. I'm really going to dig that Joaquin on Sunshine chant when we can do it. That's going to be awesome. Um, hmm. Fabian Zerto, what a cool guy. Uh, just got his family up here so from Chile. That should be good for him. Um, but uh, you can tell uh, other all the other teams, I think Phoenix, San Antonio, they all got loaded on talent. St. Louis is going to be very good this year. I think they make the playoffs. The Luligans deserve it. Um, um, hmm. The uh, I w- was talking with somebody last night, and we were saying that I was saying that uh, OKC will finish within one spot of Tulsa. So it'll be Tulsa, somebody, OKC, or OKC, somebody, Tulsa. Um, I think the Roughnecks will retain the wrench. Whoa. Not exactly a bold prediction, but... Not, okay. <laughs> um, right. I like it. I like that answer. Uh, a bold prediction would be, I will say, Rio Grande makes the playoffs. 
All right, well, I just want to say first, uh, the USL show, I love, you know, love listening to you guys on the Beautiful Game Network. And uh, I was, I saw the, the podcast that they put on. They were like, we're going to break down the rankings. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, they're going to give Tulsa a good ranking. <laughs> no, they did Wrong. Very wrong. I mean, very wrong. Which, I mean, yeah. I, when you look on paper and you look on paper with the other teams, you, that's, that's kind of much. You have to go off that. But as, like, true fans that we are, like, that I am, I mean, as I am with Tulsa Roughnecks, it's hard not, especially with David Vaudreau as head coach. And this is why I'm thinking we are going to make the playoffs. We're going to be at least the seventh or eighth seed at least is, remember 2016, as bad as we hate it. it nope. Yeah. Nope. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember, it. remember it. Sorry. I don't want to remember it. But we were horrible and we were down on slumps. We had to renovate the whole team. Now, we went from the bottom to seventh place in the West. And now David Vaudrill has, he's got his one year of USL experience. He kind of knows. How you know the USL? All these teams are you know how they play, and it's like okay, these are the players I need now. Yes, we lost Juan Pablo Capo, we lost Ian Fontessen, we lost Joey Calistri, we lost Colin Fernandez. We there, there's other people that I'm m- missing. Uh, uh, Mojudama uh, to MLS Brady, contract. We Brady Blue. Brady Blue. We lost. Uh, Speaking of, go check out Press X Yoga. Um, uh, great coffee, great yoga. Shout out to Brady. Yeah, shout out to Brady Baloo. Thank you, Brady Baloo. Thank you for your three years. And of- if Press X would like to sponsor an episode of Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast, that would be an extremely good uh, setup we would love to be doing here at the Freddy Hole. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you, Brady Baloo, for being a Tulsa Roughneck. And uh, 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 I don't think he is on the squad. I think he put something on Twitter that he uh, had a nice message to all of us. And and uh, just want to say thank you, uh, Brady, a, for everything that he have done. And uh, I am going to visit your uh, your coffee shop and yoga. I haven't done yoga ever in my life. so There's a first time for everything, right? There is a first time for everything. But uh, anyway, back to... These rankings that we got on the USL show, uh, I I just trust in Vod way too much. I mean, I can't go against what he has done. And we were on the bottom to seventh place in the West last year, and now we're taking a team that was at seventh. And I think we can we can stay there. I think I think we'll finish seventh, and also as well keep the wrench. You know, keep uh, win the Black Gold Derby again this year, and what helps us out a lot is we have two home games against the Oklahoma City Energy, and um, we have done really well uh, at uh, at home and also on our very first match, you know, of the year. We, on paper, we haven't lost um, a uh, an opening game, yeah, uh, ever. So I don't see that happening this year. And uh, and David on the field, yeah, on the field. So I mean, I'm just trusting David Vajra, what he's put in the the team that he's. Uh, we don't know much about these players, you know. As Matt mentioned, you know, 
you can only get so much out of highlight reels and uh you guys uh i mean they're just not playing you know with the guys that we have now so it, it's up in the air i mean you just you just don't know but i have you know confidence just like today's match you know when uh, the roughnecks were down 2-0 away on a windy day in uh at swoop park uh, they came back and uh they tied it up and uh you know that's a good sign for me so i think uh we're gonna have a good tight group this year and uh a group that's gonna bond well and um uh yeah so i see us finishing at least at least making the playoffs at least make the playoffs so and uso show love you i'm not hating on you but that's just my prediction <laughs> What's your hot take, Raj? My hot take? Well, you know, so let's just kind of go through some of these picks, and and we'll just say maybe work into puzzle fit where Tulsa can show up in here. Phoenix in first place. Uh, Real Monarchs. I think the Real Monarchs will take a step back. Uh, will they be in second place, third, fourth? I, I don't know. They lost a lot of players, but it seems like they reloaded. Uh, their coach is now gone, I believe, so... I believe that's right. I may be wrong on that. But anyway, I think Real Monarchs will take a step back. Yeah, I think Phoenix, I don't know. I don't know if they'll win the league. I think they'll be in the top four. I don't know if they'll win. San Antonio, top four, I think that's pretty pretty reasonable. St. Louis, I think, is very bearish, right, or very uh, bullish, a little too bullish. I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they'll be number four. Uh, I, just I agree. I, I totally agree. I mean – Yes, they have. We play them three times. I live in St. Louis again. So I like St. Louis. I like going to St. Louis. And uh, they just have to prove that they can make the playoffs first before they can be a top-four team, in my opinion. So I agree. I yeah. totally agree. Uh, Swope Park, yeah, I like that, number five at Swope. Um, you know, maybe there's an argument for, like, um, maybe Sacramento. But Sacramento lost a lot. I don't I don't know if they'll be there again. And I think they'll be right down with us trying to get to the playoffs is what I will think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other – Oklahoma City to have them at sixth, I think that's a little bare – a little bullish too. I think Oklahoma – I think here's the, here's the four teams I think will be battling. It'll be Oklahoma City, Tulsa, um, Sacramento, maybe St. Louis – in Fresno, there's those five teams, and then throw a six team. Okay, let's go ahead and say uh, Colorado Springs and maybe Orange County. So seven teams there, right? In, in my opinion, Fresno is a dark horse this year. I, I, and, oh yeah, don't forget Rio Grande. And but Vegas too. In Vegas, I mean, it depends on what they put together. Right. It's it's going to be a, a pretty could, pretty bloody in the bottom of the. I mean, West that, there. that's how it was last. It was it was this huge battle with Oklahoma City. Tulsa, Colorado Springs at the end of the season. Orange County too was in there for a Orange while. Orange County was in there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they had to they had to do had to do a little bit more uh, you know, stretching out and, and trying to really and hoping things went their way for them to sneak in. But they, I mean, they almost did it. Yeah. And it came down that last match against uh, Colorado Springs and then we just happened to score that goal against uh, Seattle Sounders too. And uh, we wouldn't score that goal. Shearson wouldn't have hit that goal against Seattle too. We wouldn't have made the playoffs. Very different. We got stomped by Colorado Springs the next game. Yeah, who knows if that was a little bit of a, ah, oh, I can breathe now. And oh, and yeah, Colorado the Springs. We're already seated at this level. Yeah, you, you just don't know what the players think. And of course, we had that big celebration afterwards with the champagne. And it, it was, it was a great night that night after we beat Seattle. So, you know, yeah. and, and are we just assuming that Portland and Seattle and Los Angeles are going to be bad? 
They I, had terrible I think, seasons I last think that's year. a fair assessment, yeah. Are we, I mean, just, are we just safely assuming those two teams are awful? You, yeah. Well, didn't, didn't we have the Real Monarchs do horrible uh, one year and then, like, win the league the next? So you really have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, uh, the only pretty much uh, MLS2 team is they can count on being on top is basically Swoop Park. I mean that's that's the only safe bet, you know, because you can't go. Uh, I mean they're back to back Western Conference champions, and and I'm I just can't turn my back on that. And I think they're going to be the best. Uh, they're going to be at least, uh, if not the best, next to the Real Monarchs. So there's going to be someone else. Maybe Portland might, you know, come from getting the wooden spoon to. I don't know, being in the playoffs next year. You just don't know, Roger. I mean, you just don't. You don't. And it won't be Vancouver Whitecaps, too. We know that much, right? No. <laughs> they're not They're not around anymore. Because they're not a team. Well, okay, cool. Well, I think, um, I don't know, my prediction, I said we'll be, I, I, you know, set, I think seventh, eighth place, somewhere in that range was doable. You know, we could easily be in 11th. I, I, I think 14 is a little low for Tulsa. I don't think we'll be that low. At all, hopefully, my gosh, that'd be a bad. That means injuries and all sorts of stuff would have to happen for us to get down that I low. I don't see that happening, Roger. I really don't. I don't honestly. It's a fourteen. Yeah. At worst, maybe ten. At worst, ten. At worst, ten. Yeah, and like I said, I think there could be one of seven teams kind of fighting for three spots, and I think Tulsa will be in that battle. Is in I say three, maybe four spots with you know St. Louis if they. And like I said, I just don't know if they'll be a top four team, but. We'll wait to see how this all unfolds. That's why we play the matches on the pitch. That's right. And are we, are you will either turn back and go, man, you only picked us at seventh. We've got third. Or we'll be like, oh, my God, seventh, and you made 14. You know, so who knows? The game isn't played on paper. So. Exactly. Only D&D is. By the way, we need to get that going. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's uh, move on along. Last topic, and, and this we'll just wrap it up after this. U.S. elections, USSF elections, not United <laughs> States elections. <laughs> What do you guys have any take on that? Rick, you'll take this one. Yep. Disappointed. That's all I'm saying. That. That's all I want to say. Uh, disappointed. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm also disappointed. I. Uh, I kind of figured it was going to be an establishment candidate, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be, unfortunately, not going to be buying any more uh, USSF gear until the uh, they show a real initiative for changing what they're doing, which, if you know me, I know own a lot of soccer jerseys and a lot of U.S. jerseys, so it's really unfortunate that it has to be that way. But, um, yeah, I just can't bring myself to, to I mean, I've, I want to go to the national team games. I still want to watch MLS games and US, USL games. But it's really, uh, it's really tough because I feel like, after the disappointment, I felt here I am a grown man crying in a bar. Um, <laughs> after we lost to Trinidad. Oh, okay. Let's uh, talk about the election. No, I was like, what? like well, I was like, okay, no, that no, makes no. more sense. Yeah, I did okay, not cry. Right. But after we lost to Trinidad, yeah, uh, it was pretty embarrassing. But uh, hey, man, that's, after that's, you love you love the USA, you love the US soccer team. There's nothing about there. Unfortunately, so yeah. Um, I just felt like. After you've been crushed, you know, it's the hope that kills you. Um, 
it's a. Uh, I felt like Kyle Martino and Eric Winalda were some of the better candidates, but I just deep down I know you couldn't beat the establishment. You know, it's good old boys club. Um, unfortunately, that's the way it is, though, and I can't do much to change it. Right now, I can't yeah. vote. Yeah, we can't vote on it. But yeah. uh, I'm also really disappointed in the. Uh, I wonder what the athletes' block was persuaded by to vote for Cordero over one of the anti-establishment candidates. That I really would like to know that. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, I move on, or we all move on, I guess. And uh, road to 2024. Was it? Yeah, that's right. 20, yeah, 2022. 22, yeah. See, I don't even know anymore. 2022. Uh, I'm getting caught up in the Olympic dates. Like, oh, yeah, here's yeah. 2018, 2020, 22. 20, 25. Oh, the United States Olympic. I don't know anything about that qualification, Rick. You don't know anything? No, about I, I don't. No, I don't. Do we know anything about when the United States soccer team can qualify for the Olympics? I don't know. I don't know. Should we be allowed to? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I think they determined that a couple, of, like a year before, and then they determined how what players can play and all that jazz. So yeah, I don't. I don't know when. A lot of teams don't take it very serious. A lot of teams send like their U twenty threes to the Olympics, and we don't either. Obviously, they don't. They yeah. don't. Do we take the US? We don't. We don't take. We don't take soccer seriously, Rick. It's fine. Yeah, no. It's it's more like that. We tend to send like the U twenty threes, and we didn't even qualify for Olympics last time. So maybe it was a a shocking thing that we didn't qualify. I mean, I don't (laughs) want to get into this discussion, but maybe it's not. Maybe maybe we shouldn't be shocked. I don't know. Maybe 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 I don't know. Anyways, yeah. You know, going back to the soccer election. You know, the thing is frustrating is that, like Rick said, we don't get a vote. We don't have we as fans. I mean, there's like one fan vote or something like that. That's so rudimentary. It's ridiculous. And maybe the whole election process is so confusing. It's so weird. And, uh, you know, and there's you feel like there's just a lack of transparency. There's just this things going on behind the scenes that you don't know about. And, and then ultimately, you just nothing changes and you get same types of people. But at least the discussions were made. There was dialogue. Cordero sounds like he's interested in 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 those dialogues in, in having those discussions, if, Co- if Carlos Bocanegra ends up being the GM, you know, um, you're shaking your head, Matt, but I mean, he's, I think he's already resigned and said he's not going okay, to do okay, that. So but, uh, I, uh, I always wonder what goes on during those 15 minute breaks. Mm-hmm. If any checks exchange hands or backroom under the table stuff, but uh, yeah. I'm sure it doesn't. And USSF is completely free of corruption, all that good stuff. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens as time progresses. If he ends up being a good, you know, he does make good on promises to make changes, or he's more interested in getting a <coughs> excuse me a, a Olympic bid in or not Olympic bid. World I'm sorry, the World Cup bid than he is about making any fundamental changes to the soccer reform. But you know, this is a capitalistic society. And we have a way of uh, kind of figuring things out. So that's one good thing. Our country is pretty innovative. And, and, you know, with these academy players that you see playing in the U-17s that are playing really well, that's a result of some of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll have to wait patiently and, uh, and hopefully things turn out well. Maybe despite the USSF, we have young guys and gals that are coming up that can compete on the world stage. So keep the faith, you know. <laughs> Well, oh well, you know we've been uh, at it for a while, and I appreciate you guys coming in and helping me move furniture. And in 
also coming on to the podcast. I know we've had a pretty long day here, so <laughs> everyone, we're all kind of dragging, but hopefully we had a little bit of energy for the podcast here and the folks are, are, are interested in what we have to say about this. Uh, Rick, we'll start with you and tell us how folks can get a hold of you and interact and uh, tell you that your picks are terrible. What do you think? What, <laughs> how, how can people do that? If you want to make fun of me, send me weird gifts. I mean, Gifts, yeah, yeah, gifts. Gifts. Yeah, whatever. The G, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Ricky Dell Myers and also on Facebook at Ricky Dell Myers. So um, that is how you can get a hold of me. And uh, if you want to see me at the games, I'll be going to some away games and come say hi, buy me a beer, and we'll be friends. How about you, Matt? Uh, yeah, on Twitter, you can at Matt Seltzer, all one word. Um, on Facebook, it's Matt Seltzer. Yeah. Uh, you find me in 103 now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, new uh, section. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or sometimes in the cauldron, I guess. Um, other than that, you know, it's just just don't make fun of me, please. Uh, just kidding. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, sounds great. Well... Guys, appreciate you coming on and uh, and di- dishing it out with me tonight. And uh, folks, we'll go back to the uh, podcast and we'll wrap it up here. Thank you so much, everyone. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Tornado Valley Soccer Podcast. Thanks so much to Matt Seltzer, Ricky Del Myers for coming on and bringing their insight, their 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 takes on everything going on in Tulsa and even outside of Tulsa, USSF president. I mean, we talked about everything. Sammy Ochoa. I mean, we, we Sammy Ochoa was discussed in this episode. I know, crazy. Uh, unfortunately, we watched the game before the smoking incident with uh, uh, the coach for um, Las Vegas. Oh man, I wish we'd have known that was coming, and we could have talked about that all day long because they they stayed over and we watched that, and I just was I don't even know what was going on. Coach gets sent off and then goes into the stands and smokes a cigarette with the supporters. We think it's a cigarette. It is Las Vegas. I think it's legal there for those left-handed cigarettes. So anyway, uh, I'm sure it was just a regular cigarette. But anyway, great, great stuff. Very interesting game. Let's just put it that way. Um, you know, Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and U.S. Soccer. Get your custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com, and that is R-U-F-F-N-E-C-K-S-C-A-R-V-E-S.com. Also, shout-out to BGN.FM, Mike Sparks and gang, uh, doing some great work there, expanding every day. It seems like every day I look, there's a new podcast coming on board. So uh, you folks uh, certainly want to get on there, click around, check out some of the other podcasts that uh, that you can listen to there. Pretty much any team in the USL is covered, uh, I think, maybe for the exception of some of these two teams and maybe an Indy here and there. But otherwise, every team is pretty much covered on the BGN, Beautiful Game Network. Uh, special shout-out to Mike Mitchell helping us out there on the production side. And uh, that's going to wrap it up. I know it's a little bit of a quick episode this week, but that's okay. You know, if anything breaks between here and there, you can you can find it either on the Facebook page or I'll put it on the podcast uh, to cover those things. But, you know, we have the, uh, the Facebook page, so you can go on there. I had my first video on Friday, and everything seemed to be working out there. So we'll probably make that more of a regular occurrence and more of a regular situation. 
that we can keep everyone updated. And folks, please feel free, feel free to share the Facebook page. I would much appreciate it. But anyway, that's it for me. I'm out. God bless. Take care.